It's playoff football time for the Eagles, and we're here to talk about it. Hello, Hero Nation. It's the Holiday Football Show right here on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media, brought to you by the Holiday Booster Clubs. And I do just want to say, and I've said it before, but I want to say it again, I do appreciate the Booster Club for stepping in and being a sponsor here on the Holiday Eagle Football Show. If you're a business and you would like to advertise on this show for the rest of the playoffs, Hey, just email me, terry at s2sport.com, or you can text me, uh, 469-605-3658. I have to sometimes remember my phone number. Uh, but, yeah, I, I've had such a blast. This is my second, you know, we've just completed our second regular season uh, with a new coach, with Coach Atwood, and I've enjoyed both coaches. I really enjoyed Coach uh, Johnson last year. He was a blast, and I've enjoyed Coach Atwood, and we are looking forward to hopefully being a long time uh, place for the holiday coaches show. Now getting all that out of the way, it's playoff time after holiday finishes out that complete undefeated district uh, record by beating Callisburg 48 to 20. They take on an Eastland team this week. You know, this isn't the old school Eastland Mavericks. Well, first off, James Morton isn't the head coach there anymore, uh, but they're also extremely, extremely young. They're, they're talented, but they, they, they have some deficiencies that maybe uh, they haven't had in the past. I, I think it's amazing that they're back into the playoffs after last year. I mean, they went one and nine. I, I never thought I'd see, a, you know, a, an Eastland team go one and nine, but they went one and nine this year that it, you know, record wise, it's not much better three and seven, but they, they've played a lot better than that. Now, in saying that, I, you know, Holiday is the prohibitive favorite here, and they should be, but they are a good enough team in the Mavericks to 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 give Holiday some trouble if Holiday allows that to happen. Again, if you don't know, this game's Friday, 730, Mineral Wells Ram Stadium. Great stadium. Uh, one of my favorite playoffs uh, stadiums to go to each and every year. Uh, so we're going to do what we always do, of course. We're going to talk to the head coach of the Eagles, Coach Kyle Atwood. And, in fact, we'll do that when we come back right here on the Holiday Eagle Football Show. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent you. Terry Bennett back here on the holiday football show. Now joined by the head coach of the Eagles, Coach Kyle Atwood. And Coach, congratulations. You beat Callisburg last week to finish unbeaten in district. Beat them 48 to 20. Uh, what were your thoughts on that game? Uh, you know, I, th- I felt like our kids came out and, and really played well, uh, extremely well the first half. Um, executed offensively, communicated defensively. 
uh, minus one, one little turnover where we got beat on the edge uh, in a drop back. I uh, got beat on the edge, and, and the guy got a, got a hand on Grant's arm right as he was throwing the ball. The ball kind of came out a little wompy, and uh, they were able to, to pick that thing off and get get the ball down inside the five yard line. Uh, that was their only score the first half, and really only only time to have some positive things take take place for them and uh, offensively uh, that first half. So we played really great defense as well, and then we come in and. Uh, you know, I think we kind of got a little complacent at halftime. So we came out second half and gave up two scores just on miscommunication and, and uh, a little bit of misdiscipline, not, not being extremely disciplined uh, with the call that we had made. Um, and we got we got guys behind us at, at, in those two plays there that they got two more scores for Calisburg. And, uh, you know, we got stymied a time or two there offensively as well. So I think we got a little complacent at halftime. Um, but, you know, overall, we were excited to get the win and, you know, obviously uh, finish undefeated in district play and, and you know, outright district champs. So uh, that was that was good and, and big time for, for our kids and, and uh, moving forward into, into the playoffs. So extremely proud of where we're at. And, you know, I felt like we've made strides each week, uh, especially offensively. And, and, uh, and so, you know, as long as we continue to get better, I think, we'll have an opportunity to compete with whoever we, we match up with. Well, and, you know, and we've talked the offense all year, you coming in, changing things up, uh, and we've talked about that evolution of, of kind of mirroring or marrying what y'all do now compared to what y'all did last year and working it all together. And I, and I think at times we kind of gloss over the fact your quarterback play has been really outstanding for most of the year, but especially since that children's game on. Yeah, I mean, Grant, he's, uh, one, he's a phenomenal athlete, uh, and smart kid, great leader, but uh, he's just, he's getting it down now, you know, as far as in our gun stuff, our 10 personnel package, um, he's able to move in the pocket, um, you know, we we got a little bit of pressure on us this last week, and, and he, you know, extended some plays, kept his eyes down the field, uh, threw for almost 400 yards. Uh, accounted for seven total touchdowns against a Kalisberg team that's it's a really good football team. Um, you know, they were within seven points of uh, of beating both Henrietta and City View and being in the second place team, you know. Um and so it's so that's that's first a really good football team. Uh but yeah, he's just came a, a long ways. Um and you know, I I, I don't know personally. Me, I, I I don't know as if there's a better three A quarterback in the state of Texas than Grant at this point in time. And so, uh, he's got a lot of confidence and playing with a lot of confidence as well. So, uh, you know, we're just we're we're glad that he's on our team. That's for sure. Well, you take on Eastland, a, a Maverick team that it doesn't quite look the same as it had. James Morton, the head coach, left last year after 30 years. Very, very young team. I think last year they were almost all freshmen. This year they're all sophomores and juniors. When you look at the film, what do you see on the Mavericks? Uh, the kids play hard. They're well coached. They, you know, they do a lot of really good things um, offensively. Uh, they they run some of the same run game and pass game that, that we do, but they do it out of a lot of different formations and motions. So, you know, we've got to be disciplined uh, defensively and making our calls and, and making our checks when they motion, uh, you know, but they, they play extremely hard defensively. They like to bring a lot of pressure. So uh, we're going to have to do a good job of communicating up front, protecting our quarterback. Uh, but with with that pressure comes comes a lot of man, 
man coverages. Um, so I think, you know, as, as well as Grant's been playing and, and been able to extend plays and, and our offensive line has continued to get better in pass protection, uh, I think we'll be in decent shape uh, versus those man man coverages and, and the, those uh, stunts that they like to bring. But, you know, we're going to have to get out there and execute. And like you said, you know, it's, uh, you know, Eastland historically has been an extremely great football team. Um, and I think that they are still currently a really good football team, still sitting at three and seven or whatnot, but they, uh, they're they not a three and seven football team. They're, they're a really good football team that's young, that's take their, taking their lumps early, um, and then been in a number of games. So you look at their entire schedule, I think minus Jacksboro, and uh, there may have been one other game that, it was over a 14-point swing, but most of those things have been tight football games. Back Jacksboro and Comanche, I believe, those are the only two that that they lost and uh, in a bigger fashion, you know. But most of those games, they they won or they they were within you know 10, 12, 14 points of of their opponent. And so uh, I think that that you know you see a team that that's capable of, of getting the job done. And like you said, they're extremely young. Um, starting a couple of freshmen and a whole lot of sophomores. So they're going to continue to improve. And, uh, you know, hopefully we're, we're ready for, for what they throw at us tomorrow night. Well, let's look at, at the two districts playing each other because you talk about them. Their schedule was hellacious this year, and they were in most of those games, and they did beat Jim Ned. Now, to asterisk that, Jim Ned lost their quarterback uh, either that game or the game before. But that district was really weird this year. It seemed like – Teams would get hot, and then they would kind of fade, but Jacksboro stayed the course. When you look at the matchups between the two districts, I kind of feel like y'all's district's going to have some good success. Yeah, we're hoping so, you know. Um, yeah, you look at it, and, uh, you know, I think I felt like after watching the film, Henrietta had their, had their chances to beat Jacksboro at, at home uh, in that non-district play, um, and so I think they're, they were fairly evenly matched. Now, there were some turnovers on both sides of the ball, but, and Jacksboro's done some phenomenal things this year, and uh, you know when you can step on the field and, and end up ten and zero, uh, because you're going to have those nights where you don't, you know, don't play as well as you're, you're capable of playing. So, you know, it's obvious that they're they're winners and they find a way to win no matter what the situation is. But uh, yeah, you know, so you look at that. Uh, Henrietta's played Jacksboro and and Millsap and uh, had some success against Millsap and then lost by one to Jacksboro. So. I really feel like our our district one, you know, one through four all have an opportunity to compete uh, in this first round. So, you know, uh, fortunate to to have gotten to to develop a really good relationship with these coaches within our district, and Coach Aldrich at City View and uh, Coach Gill at, at Callisburg, and I've got a lot of respect for those guys, and and feel like uh, they've done some great things with with their football teams, and Coach Johnson obviously at Henrietta. Uh, to you know, continue to get better each week, and so I think that you know all four of our teams in our district will, will you know show up tonight and tomorrow night and, and play really well and represent our district well. Now, one of the things that I, I love about small town uh, high school, and I know as a coach you love it, but also as we were talking about, you get a little worried. You had some players that were out this week because they were competing in the band championships. As a coach, how do you deal with that when you're going to have players gone for something that you want them to succeed at, of course, but you also need them to to make sure they're ready for the game and such? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, this this is just a, an extremely special place. 
Um, and you don't really understand it until, until you kind of get in here and, and see how this thing works. But, uh, 170 kids in our band, our, you know, our high school sits at 364 right now. Uh, of course we allow our eighth graders to compete, but I mean, that's, that's a really huge band for 364 kids in your high school. Um, and so uh, we've got a number of those guys that are on our varsity football team that are part of that that band. Uh, we were extremely proud of them and, and the directors and, and everything that they accomplished this year. And you know, excited to jump on and watch them compete um, compete last night and yesterday afternoon. But uh, yeah, like you said, you know, you you've got an idea of uh, hey, here's what we want to do to, to pre- prepare ourselves for. For a playoff game, and there's you know a kink zone in it with some kids missing, but that's just uh, that's the nature of the beast here in Holiday because our kids compete in everything, whether it's UIL academics, uh, marching, uh, music, <laughs> athletics. Um, so there's just so many things that our kids are involved in, and our directors and coaches do such a phenomenal job of sharing kids and making sure that. You know, the number one goal is to, uh, you know, to, for Holiday ISD to prosper. And so um, we've we've lost some kids at, at different times to different things, but they show up and they compete on Friday night and they get the job done. And so uh, a little, you know, a little bit different for us this week, missing, missing those six individuals. But um, we know that, you know, they're going to get back today and they're going to be ready to play tomorrow. And, and we know without a doubt that they're going to step on the field and play well. And so – uh, you know, we're, we're proud of those, those individuals and proud of the, the entire band as a whole. Uh, and we're excited to, to get them back and, and be ready to rock and roll tomorrow night. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. Want to remind everybody if you have any questions, thoughts, or comments for me or Coach Atwood, email them to me, Terry at S2SSport.com. I do apologize for my voice. Uh, last week, I thought it was because I was celebrating the Rangers win uh, that night. I, I stayed up all night. I'm a huge baseball guy and a huge Ranger fan. Uh, and so I was celebrating that World Series and I stayed up all night. Didn't drink or anything, just stayed up all night, just excited and, you know, all that fun stuff. And I woke up that next morning hoarse. And I thought, oh, okay, it's just, you know, stayed up all night. I'm an old guy now. And if I, if I don't get, like, eight hours of sleep, I, I'm just I'm not anything good the next day. And so getting literally, like, an hour and a half. Uh, and so then that Friday morning I woke up. We were going to go down and watch Franklin and Little River Academy in that heck of a region uh, and district uh, to, for week 10. And or week 11, and I just, I woke up Friday and I had a 102 degree fever, the sniffles, you can hear it in my nose. Uh, I, every time I'm, I'm, I've had to hit the cough button a hundred times during interviews this week. And, and normally on Thursday, my voice is kind of fried anyway, just for um, the amount of shows we do and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've been sick just now, barely getting better. So I do apologize for the quality of the sound right now, but that's not what you're here for. You're here to hear Coach Atwood, and you're here to talk a little holiday football. And I think we're going to be talking holiday football for a few weeks again. We all know what's looming. We all know the the path that, that that's going to happen. You're going to get bells, and if you get past bells, you're going to probably get gunner. And that's where the roadblock's been the last few years. 
And it's going to be a tough one again this year, but I think it's it's doable. And we're here for the ride either way, because at the end of the day, it's it's about the journey. And I know that sounds cliche, but it really is. As somebody that has played and, and done this for so many years, the hardware is great, but man, it's just the it's just the fun. It's it's playoff season. It's fifty five degrees outside here in in, in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Uh, it's rainy. It's holiday season. It can't get any better than this. So no matter what, just enjoy the football, folks. And we'll talk next week right here on the Holiday Football Show on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media.